As the dust and debris clears from the vanquished forest guardian, a shape is there in the grass. Time seems to freeze as the wind picks up and blows the last bits of leaf and vine away, and the shape is revealed to be the body of a girl. It takes a moment for some of you, but very quickly all realize that the body is that of Grey Violetta, <sighs> the girl who had started the school year with you, but had left because her life was so miserable because of Cassandra's constant bullying. At least, everyone believes that she'd left town. Everyone except Johnny, who has been telling you all for months that something terrible happened to her. Nobody believed him. Seeing the fact that Johnny is apparently responsible for the death of a student, when that's his entire purpose, is protecting the students, a look of horror comes over his face, his eyes go hollow, and then the statue form stiffens into immobility as... Johnny becomes a bronze statue, not just in appearance, but in actuality. Seemingly, literally frozen with indecision in the consequence and wake of his actions. The rest of you don't have time to process this, however, as Reggie runs up, screaming his war cry, in an attempt, it seems, to barehand punch a werewolf. This kid is so smart. Okay, let's do this. Lucas, what is your response to this? Remembering, of course, that you are still a werewolf and are still looking for vengeance. Yep. And he's the one who triggered this. I am going to cause harm by pinning him by the chest with my claws. Lashed out physically. Yes, indeed. Go ahead and roll with Volatile. That is a 9 on the die. That gives me an 11 total. 11 total. You deal one harm to him, unless you'd like to spend a string to increase that. I do not. Mm, I'm gaining a string right now. I will not Which spend... Which you can sp hmm? spend immediately to increase the harm. That's how that works. I will not spend a string. Okay. You slam him to the ground, your claws digging into his chest, and he goes limp, eyes wide as saucer plates. Bishop, because you were being crushed by this creature, you're currently half under the body of your dead classmate. Okay. She's not a particularly large girl, so it's not like you're trapped there. What are you doing? I would get up, and I go over to Lucas and Reggie, and I try to persuade Lucas to let him go. Lucas, you don't need to do this. You're going to kill him like this. Just let him go. Are you pulling on a string? Or are you attempting to turn him on? Can I turn him on in this situation? If you don't spend a string to try and tempt him to do what you want, it would have to be a turn him on roll. That sounds more interesting than spend string. Let's try that. I'll say, this is just going to prove to Reggie and everyone on the team that you are truly a turncoat. Go ahead and take one forward for pulling on one of his conditions. All right. So I get a total of 
It's good that I did that, because that just gives me enough to get a 7. Excellent. So, Lucas, you have a choice of four options. Okay. Give Dawn a string on you. Mm -hmm. You give yourself to them. You promise something you think they want. Or you get embarrassed and act awkward. Oh, I get embarrassed. I look at Dawn knowing that what they say is right. Though I still feel this fiery pit of rage for everything that Reggie has done the last 48 hours. Look at Dawn, glance back at Reggie. I pull my claws out, not gently, and then I head towards the woods. Reggie gasps in fear and relief and pain as your weight comes off of him. And he potentially realizes the issue with going up against something this big. Smart. He's just sitting on the ground. He, he manages to, to elbow himself up and is just staring at the spot in the woods where you're headed. Bishop, are you going to try to stop Lucas from leaving? No, it's probably fine for him to run off into the woods for now. I don't know if there's anything else I can do. I will try to use my charms to maybe turn Johnny on to see if he can kind of not think about what's happening too much. You go to approach him, and you realize that he is a statue right now. Johnny's a statue? Oh, yeah. Yes. He has completely lost all semblance of an animate creature and is a bronze statue staring into the woods at the edge of the schoolyard, eternal protector against the oncoming forces of nature. Maybe he'll wake up eventually. Oh, but you have no way of knowing that right now. I was actually more thinking about Reggie, and I just got the names wrong, honestly. Ah, okay. So you, you move over to Reggie, and he's just staring into the woods still. You hear him whisper, sort of, not even aware that he's saying it out loud. That thing is real. Lucas is a, is a werewolf? What the fuck? I sort of whisp around him and nuzzle him a bit, and begin to run my fingers across his shoulders, and I say, Listen, it'll be okay. I know things can be a little strange out here in the woods, but I just want you to know that I I care about you, and I want to make sure that you're okay. Things like this aren't good to think about too much. Go ahead and roll to turn someone on. Anything can happen in the woods. Alright, so I rolled a nine, so that's a total of eleven. Alright. You gain a string on Reggie, and he half-heartedly attempts to pull himself away from the softer parts of you that are touching him. Uh, it it makes it makes sense why he's why he's been such a fuck recently. It's we got to do some we got to do something about this. You saw it too, right? Uh, it, I mean, I it happened so fast; it's hard to really say. Uh. It was such a strange situation. Reggie sort of puts a hand to his chest and it comes away bloody. He he oh he put his claws in me like this. I put my hand on him again I, and I say, "Listen, I have some I have some first aid in my backpack. I'm happy to tend to those wounds. I mean, we we really should look at those." Are you spending a string to try and get him to do what you want? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. Okay. He. It's still flustered, partially by the werewolf attack he just survived, and partially by your very obvious assistance. And I say to him, it's, listen, let's go inside and find somewhere private, and I'll 
tend to your wounds and you can help with the scrapes I got as well. It, I just don't want to do it out here where anyone can see it. I might have to take my shirt off. And I try to look embarrassed. And I sort of pull the string on him to get him to do what I want. Uh, he gets a little pink and, uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that sounds good. Good. Let's, let's do that. Okay. The two of you head into the, the school. Alexis, what are you doing? Seeing Reggie and Dawn head into the building together, I know the coast is clear and I'm going to head to the forest and try to follow the trail of the 700-pound werewolf. Okay. Some amount of time later, Reggie and Bishop have found themselves a an empty teacher's lounge, which has a nice, comfortable couch, and no windows, and a single door that can be locked. Well, this should be an okay place, I think. It should be relatively quiet. And... Reggie is mostly going along with your prompting. He seems very shell-shocked and not okay. I put my hands on, sort of rub his shoulder. I'm like, it'll be all right. And I start to take off his his jacket and shirt and unbutton his shirt so I can get a better look at his wounds. And I also, after I sort of get that unbuttoned so I can see his wound, I also take off my shirt to see if I can get a better look at how scraped up I got. You're both fairly injured. Go ahead and... Well, there's that that what is it that healing ability right yes reggie assists you in cleaning up and bandaging your wounds the same way you assist him in cleaning and bandaging his both of you may heal to harm and if you want things to go further make a turn someone on roll or pull a string on him i used my strength to get out of here so i'll uh you know i'm kind of in a an emotional state myself and i really feel like you know how I like to calm down, so I'll see if I can turn them on while we're kind of getting this going. See what happens. I will try to use my more feral mannerisms, and basically, as after I tend to zooms, I'm kind of like maybe giving, getting a little too attentive and sort of giving him a different beast to focus on. Yes, exactly. That's how you get your mind off the pain, you know. Mm. <laughs> Go ahead and apply your wild hunt to this. All right. So that gives me a total of... Well, it's good that I did that too, because that gives me... Because of the wild hunt, that gives me a total of seven. Oof. Yeah. Not rolling high today. Fortunately, this is the one thing I'm good at. He will give you the string, but is not in the mood for fooling around at this point. So you guys tend each other's wounds, but nothing further than that happens. All right, I understand. Lucas, some amount of time later, it's been a blur. A lot of things have happened, and your your wolf is seeking refuge. You come back to yourself, jowls deep in the cooling carcass of a deer. You are still in wolf form, but you're not hungry at the moment. When you hear a sound that's out of place with the rest of the forest, and for the second time today... Look up and lock eyes with someone while you are in a compromising position. This time, however, it's Alexis as she steps into your line of sight into the small clearing that you find yourself in. My 
spirit connection is still with Alexis, and I still feel that and would not otherwise if she had done anything with anybody else. And knowing that feeling, I shy away. Relax. Relax, Lucas. Everything's going to be okay. I've made sure everything is okay. Regisar. Nobody knows anything. Nobody will have seen anything. I've, 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 come, I've come to take care of you. I've, I've fixed it all. And I slowly approach him. Hands open. Look. I've made sure Reggie was, was taken care of. He's, he's okay. Don Bishop is, is tending to him in their special way. And as I get close enough to reach out and touch, and, and as I to get close enough peer to reach into out, Lucas is mind and try to, to get a better idea of um, how he's feeling. Do you have a move that you're using? Gaze into the abyss. You guys do have a strong connection. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't something in, the, in your oh, no, skin. No. Go ahead and gaze into the abyss. But the longer you sit here close to this wolf creature, the more he notices the scent of someone he's formerly conquered, who he already has a bond with. Okay, so I rolled a... Just be aware of five that and a two. for both of you. Uh, with my minus one dark, that is a six. Go ahead and mark one experience. Uh, that will level me. Yay! If you know what you're choosing, you may go ahead and choose it now. Addictive. <laughs> what does that do? Anyone who engages in um, extracurricular activities with me gains the condition <laughs> addicted to Alexis. Excellent. So, so, I had a mechanics question. Since I have done said extracurricular activities with Alexis, do I take this condition? Or is it a, from this point forward, if anyone does said activities with Alexis, they take that condition? It's moving forward. Okay. So, Alexis smells really good. And... Lucas is not as much in control right now. Mm -hmm. Part of you yearns to prove to this woman that you are her superior. And that's quite possibly through violence. She got very close and is making eye contact with you. And she's standing while you're sitting. Very clearly, she's attempting to show dominance on you. I am going to stand to my full height. I am going to snarl, let my lip curl, and make it clear that I should not be approached right now. I need you to roll to keep your cool. So roll with cold, please. That's a werewolf's best roll. That's what they're good for. Question. What? Would my sex move give me a plus one to this to defend Alexis? Yes, it will. Okay. It's going to cancel out the <laughs> minus one I was about to <laughs> give you. Oh, oh, what? <laughs> okay, because I was already going in at this at a minus one. Okay. Oh. oh. Okay, so that's a nine on the dice. Oh, boy. So that is an eight. Because cold 
is what you roll to keep your cool. Mm -hmm. And werewolves are not very cold. No, we hot AF. I know the feeling. (laughs) You're able to, for the moment, prevent yourself from attempting to rip her throat out. Okay. But you are left vulnerable in doing so. How are you vulnerable now? I think what I feel right now is a moment of shame. In my anger, somebody who has not done me wrong, that I have in fact given myself to, I am about to lash out to an unjust and unrightful anger. So I'd say emotionally, there's a moment of vulnerability. Alexis, for the remainder of the scene, you have one forward on any roles that would take advantage of Lucas's emotional vulnerability. Oh, you, you poor, poor thing. And I step into his large frame and rest my head on his chest. It's, it's going to be okay. I'm, I'm here to take care of you. And as I'm talking, I slowly begin to move my hands downwards from his chest. Okay. Roll hot to turn him on. Okay, so that is going to be a one and a five. And I have a plus four to this currently. So uh, that is going to be a ten. Okay. You gain a string on Lucas, and he either gives himself to you, promises something he thinks you want, or gets embarrassed and acts awkward. Lucas, what is your response here? I am going to give myself to you, but this is not the Lucas that you had in the, like, bathroom stall at the mall. This is going to be, like, rough, violent, dominating sex. I am, yes, I am going to pick you up, possibly cause harm, and I'm trying to see Anywhere, if that brings me out of my darkest self, or... As you pick me up, I lean in, pull your hair a little bit, and say, It's okay if you hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) This is supposed to be my (laughs) date, it's so unfair. (laughs) (laughs) There's a howl that is Oh, I think my roll actually might have been a plus five, so that would have been an eleven. Even better. (laughs) Far off, Bishop and Reggie... Maybe here, but probably don't register the howl that comes out of the forest, which drowns out the screams, is a good word, of pain from a very much smaller and more feminine throat. That seems like a good break. Fade to black on that (laughs) scene. (laughs) Sorrel. So I guess when that would happen and I'd realize it, just because of my character's nature, they would feel that somebody has broken a promise a promise to take them on a date today is the day over the promise was to take them on a date immediately after school i do not uh, consider what happened to date <laughs> you did i uh, say that promise has in fact been broken did i say immediately after school or after school you're going to be busy for a while <laughs> okay so the promise was broken yes I feel okay. the hair stand up on the back of my neck and a slight glint in my eyes. So I just wanted to mention that. Both Alexis and Lucas may trigger their sex moves. Alexis, you're going to take one harm. And Lucas, your darkest self ends. Mm-hmm.
Hi, friends. Thank you for joining us for this episode five of Weirdwood Preparatory Academy. We hope you're enjoying it so far, but if you're not, then I'm wondering why you're still here. As always, I'm the Mistress of Ceremonies, Sorel. I'm joined this evening by Lance. Yes, that's right. Good old Lance here, playing the character Don Bishop. Happy to uh, be here, Sorel. We very much appreciate you guys sticking with us. We know that we've had a little bit of editing troubles, but we're getting there. We've got a lot of exciting content coming out for you. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I've listened to some of these episodes as I was part of them. And I gotta tell you, we really hit our stride in the next few, as I think you'll see if you keep sticking with us. If you're looking for more Umbral Theater content, we are able to be found on all of the major streaming services, mostly Podbean, but also Spotify and any other services that you enjoy. And please look forward to the upcoming Umbral Concessions store, where you can purchase all sorts of nifty stuff. We hope you guys have a good one and enjoy the other half of the episode. As you might have noticed, we are down to only four of us. Myself, Lance, Bear, and Rich. Tristan is no longer participating with us, but we wish him all the best. Moving forward, it is just the four of us, and we are trying to make that better. But we may have some uh, special secret guests in the future. I guess you'll just have to wait and see. Indeed you will. Good night, everyone. Good night. The next morning... The class looks a little bit different than it did the previous day. Alexis is bandaged, very clearly injured a bit. Jameson is still missing. Lucas is banged up for sure. And Reggie and Dawn's desks are totally not any closer together than they were. The morning announcements come on. As I am sure most of you are aware, the body of one of our students was discovered on school grounds yesterday. Miss Gray Violetta was found with marks consistent with death by violence, and as such, the school council has decided that all extracurriculars are suspended until further notice. Students are encouraged to return directly to their dorms at the conclusion of the school day, rather than going out into the city. All students are requested to travel in groups, not individually. If you see anyone suspicious, or anyone who does not belong on school grounds, report it to the nearest faculty member at once. If anyone has any information regarding the events of last evening, or of the whereabouts of Miss Violetta in the previous few months, please contact the local constabulary or the headmaster directly. Thank you. Of course. Greg shows up dead as soon as she starts moving away from your little flock. Anything to say, Cassandra? Yeah. Cassandra, that's real messed up. Like, why would you do that? She looks at the both of you in, in just shocked. Alexis, you are a troublemaker. And and you wouldn't know what was going on if you got slapped in the face with a dick. Again. Don't. Go ahead and roll to shut Cassandra down. With a minus two, because she's pulling on two of your conditions. Unaware. Well, I rolled a five and a three. That gives me an eight. The negative two penalty brings me down to a six. But because I'm tagging the desperate condition... Plus one. That brings it back up to a seven. Okay. Ooh. Mistress, may I roll to aid in some fashion? To be a team player and protect... The individual of my desire. You can roll to shut someone down as well with the plus one from that. Yes. 
assistance, Lucas, since you leave right behind me. Can I roll to try to shut him down because he's a promise breaker? Is Millie saying? Uh, let him resolve his roll, and then describe what you're doing in in character language. Fair. And I'll give you that roll. So, I have a cold of minus one, but because I am protecting Alexis, um, that cancels that out, and I rolled a ten on the die. Excellent. So, Alexis, uh, you got a total of a seven to shut someone down. You get to choose between Cassandra loses a string on you. If she has none on you, you gain one on her. You give her a condition, or you take plus one forward. I will have Cassandra lose a string on me. She does not have any strings on you. That's exactly what I was hoping for. I'll gain a string on her. Okay. However, in return, she does get to put a condition on you. And what would that condition be? She's going to label you an attention-seeking slut. Cassandra isn't so bad. Ah, No, that's two conditions. Technically, she's just going to give you slut. Lucas, you got a total of a 10? Yes. Okay. You choose one of the following Cassandra loses a string on you. Okay. Cassandra gains a condition, or you take one forward. Mm, I'm going to give her a condition. What condition are you giving Cassandra? While you think about that, I'm going to give her petty. Okay. And just as a note, make sure that you guys are writing down what conditions people have that your character is aware of so that you can use them. Because if you don't say that you're using it, you don't get a benefit of it. Don, what is it that you'd like to do? So Lucas, so I, I stare back at him as he throws his barbs and I say, it's funny for a laughing stock to make these little comments at people somebody that is I mean really very little of what you could say could be trusted can't it and I'm also going to pull a string with my fairy contract to add plus two to this roll to shut him down okay so it sounds to me like you are going to roll with cold with a plus four bonus yes unfortunately I do have a negative one to begin with but do what you can Fortunately, I rolled a 10 on the dice, so even with my normal negative one, I think that's still like a 13. It is. So So you may choose one of the following. Lucas loses a string on you. If he has none on you, you gain one on him. He gains a condition, or you take one forward. I think I'm going to give him a condition. Okay. What condition are you giving Lucas? I'm going to give him the condition unreliable. Okay. And I stare daggers at him when I make those comments. There's a lot of mudslinging being tossed around. Cassandra, unable to retaliate without proving Lucas right about calling her petty, glowers and large on her features is murderous rage. Directed at Alexis. I smile and blow Cassandra a kiss. She doesn't appreciate it. At about this point, Miss Brayman wraps a ruler on the end of her desk. Students, could you please calm down? 
Alexis, accusing your fellow students of murder is a very, very serious charge. If you have some proof, take it up with the headmaster or with the police, not with Cassandra. Lucas, and you, Miss Morning Glory, you are far too good of a person to be falling for these barbs that they're slinging at you. Stop responding that way. Since when has she ever been good? She's good at using that, that, that her That doesn't more... make her a good person. She, she... Were you asking that in character? No, I was, I was saying that in character of it doesn't make her a good person. Like, when has she ever been good? I don't have to explain myself to a thug, Mr. Clearwater. Maybe you should concentrate more on your schoolwork than on getting into fights with people. Miss Brayman, you've got a little something under your nose. Roll with cold to shut her down. So, rolling to shut her down, I will be tagging her druggy condition. <laughs> oh, I forgot to write that one down. And my six, plus one for cold, plus one for the condition, brings it to an eight, a moderate success. <laughs> Oh, God. Disgusting power couple, go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, cut the evil laugh. Gain a string on her, she gains a condition, or you take one forward. I will have her lose a string on me. Okay. But if I remember correctly, she doesn't have a string on me. Therefore, I will gain a string on her. She glances sharply at you and rubs under her nose and looks at it and looks at you in suspicion. Just go back to your work. She sits down abruptly. Can I do something? Yes. What would you like to do? I'm going to I'm going to look at the desk next to me where Reggie's sitting and I'm going to kind of basically sort of give him a little wink, smile at him, sort of blow him a kiss, trying to turn him on. Okay. Go ahead and roll with hot. Alright. You're going to take a oh. minus one on this. Okay. Uh, because of your rumored disease problem. Yes. The scales are nice. Anyway, even with the penalty, I would still get a eight. Okay. He gets embarrassed and kind of half grins at you and looks down at his desk. Jeremiah takes note of this and mutters under his breath, but very definitely meant to carry to both Bishop and Reggie, and thus it carries to Alexis and Lucas as well. Already going after animals. Hmm. I knew you were a dog, but wouldn't that be a bit beneath you? I'd stare daggers at him. Can I attempt to shut him down? He just looks back at you, smiling with self-importance, and dares you to do something. Oh boy, I'm not in a good mood today. Uh, he's going to spend a string on you to try and provoke you into uh, an over-the-top, dramatic, hopefully violent response. If you allow yourself to be tempted into some sort of an over-the-top response, you can take an experience point. I'm going to allow him to, and I will lash out physically in return. <laughs> and I will also 
probably think about it. I just want. I'm just gonna lash out at them now. All right, go ahead and roll with volatile. My best attribute. So I base. I guess I just try to punch him basically. My very yeah. awkward way. Go ahead. Holy shit! I rolled really high though. <laughs> so I rolled a ten, so I get a nine. Okay, so you break his nose with a punch. However, you have to choose one of the following. Jeremiah learns something about your true nature and gains a string on you. I get to decide how badly you hurt him, or you become your darkest self. (laughs) I think it would be most interesting to see how badly he can get hurt from this. (laughs) Mm. Maybe I'm not as weak as I thought. So you completely catch him off guard. He is not whatsoever expecting the force and speed of your response. And you, in addition to breaking his nose, probably knock out a tooth. And there's a massive spray of blood and a crunch as your fist impacts his face. And he topples backwards out of his chair and hits the ground out cold. I just look down at him for a second with cold, dead eyes. Not really sure what to do. Everyone in the class reacts to this. All of the students near you push back away to clear space. Miss Brayman leaps out of her chair. What? What is? What? Dragomira, Lucas, take Jeremiah to the nurse's office. Bishop, you're coming with me to the headmaster right now. I don't resist. I just don't say anything and just kind of keep looking dead-eyed and go with her. Pierre scrambles up and follows after the two of you ostensibly to make sure that you don't try anything with the teacher. Dragomira gets up from her seat and sort of looms past Lucas. I get up and pick Jeremiah off the floor. I glance at Alexis and then kind of obviously emotion with my eyes and a little head nod towards Don and go with Dragomira taking Jeremiah to the nurse. Okay, so three of you head to the nurse's office. Alexis, what are you doing? I'm following along to the nurse's office. I know Lucas wants me to keep an eye on Bishop, but this is much more interesting. Then, because two of you are going to the nurse's office, we're going to pause on what happens to Bishop for a moment and pick back up at the nurse. Lucas and Dragomira carry the unconscious, bleeding Jeremiah in, and the nurse jumps out of her chair in shock. What What happened? Lucas, what did you do? Jeremiah did this to himself, actually. I, Whatever's on my hands is from helping him up off the floor. Really? He broke his God's face honest. open on his own. I mean, his pompous... Miss Morell, I, I know it looks bad, but this, this wasn't Lucas honest. You see, well, Don Bishop got angry and... And just really, really went off on him, and I, I don't know why she did it. I, I, I hope he's okay. It looks like he's he's really not doing great. But Lucas and I, we 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 knew he needed help, and and well, well, with the way people are talking about us and spreading rumors, they, they they they're saying things about us that just aren't true. We're we're doing our best to help out. We're doing our best to take care of our our fellow students and. Well, sometimes it, it's hard with the way people are, are looking at us. They're, they're angry and they're jealous, but 
But that's why we're here, is just to make sure that... Just to, to look after Jeremiah. We just, just want to help. Is, is it okay that, that we help? Go ahead and roll to shut someone down. She is suspicious of and on always will be. Lucas's case. Because he's always the one who's there for fighting. I will give you the plus one for protecting him, though. Well, that's an 11 on the dice. Plus one for cool. Plus one for what's yours is mine. Wow. So that only comes out to a 13. I mean, the what's yours is mine is what's giving you that plus one, right? Yeah, it's only a 13. <laughs> okay, you gain a string on Miss Moral. She gains a condition, or you take one forward. I will have her lose a string on me. Okay. But since she doesn't have one, okay. I will instead gain a string on her. And I would like to spend that string now to tempt her. Well, you know some of the rumors that are going around, and maybe if you could just talk to the other teachers and let them know how, how helpful Lucas and I are, how, how much we're trying to make things better here at school. Because I just don't want everyone thinking that we're, we're bad students. We care about this place. We care about our, our fellow students, and we care about you. I agree. But first, first we have to, we have to... Oh, oh, oh yes, of course. Please, let me help you. Alexis assists Miss Morrill in treating Jeremiah, who is just in awful shape. The, yeah. Through this whole thing, Dragomir is kind of watching Alexis. She, she isn't speaking. She's very, for someone who's president of the debate team, she doesn't speak very often. But her gaze is taking that in. She's definitely maybe reevaluating you. During this process. Lucas, are you doing anything specific during this? Is Jeremiah conscious? Not yet. Okay. I'm going to move over to Dragomira and just check and see how she is. So, did you see all of that? Because I got a front row seat. I do not miss very much. You think uh, Jeremiah deserved that? I mean, he's a bit pompous. In my she tips her head a bit. I am certain Bishop believed that he deserved it. From my experience, they rarely do things to people that they don't think deserve action. Words are a form of weapon. <laughs> Fists are a much stronger weapon, normally. Agreed. Well, uh, well, do you think that we should wait? Or do you think he's good? I think we should wait. Okay. You have a stick in your hair from the woods yesterday. I do? Her expression hasn't changed, but you get a sudden, almost, feeling of unease. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely uneasy, because in my memory, Dragomira was nowhere near anything that happened yesterday. So that is correct. You do not remember seeing Dragomira whatsoever. Since she knows I was in the woods yesterday, there must be some sort of lingering scent on her, uh, or some sort of maybe scratch from a branch that while she was also in the woods. And I'm just trying to see if there's anything on her or any kind of clue that would hint that 
she, of course, was also there. Go ahead and roll with dark, then. That is a six minus one. That's a five. Nope. Mark a point of experience. Yay! As you stare closely at Dragomira for possibly the first time in your experience, you get an overwhelming sensation that standing before you is possibly the scariest individual you've ever encountered. Like this ice bucket of fear dumped down your back. Just cold dread. Again, nothing is visibly changed. You're not seeing any difference in Dragomira physically. But just mm-hmm. something about her presence is massively unsettling. And as I said, the wolf in you wants to run. You are yeah. looking at possibly a more dangerous predator than you. It's impossible. But yes. Even more than that, though, that predator knows you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. Like, not just that you're looking in Dragomir's direction, but that you're trying to find out information. I slowly take a sidestep and just... Good talk. Good, good talk. Very quietly. So quiet that you only barely hear her. And nobody else in the room hears her at all. She says, good boy. Now sit. For as nervous and scared as I am for that moment of knowing that there is something greater, there is a flash of anger across my face. It wasn't meant as a command. It was more her confirming that she knows you're lupine in nature. Mm. Just for clarification. Okay. Dragomira gains a string on you. Yep. Bishop. Yes. Miss Bremen has you by the upper arm and has marched you rapidly to the headmaster's office. Yes. And you said you weren't resisting? I I think I'm not going to resist, but can I instead try to keep my cool so... Maybe back and give me some insight into the situation. I'm going to say, no, not at the moment. That's fine. That's fine. So, yeah, I guess I just don't do anything. Now. So, Ms. Brayman marches you into the headmaster's office. Headmaster Popplewell looks up as you enter. Ah, Mix Bishop. I was going to ask to see you. I had a question that you might be able to answer for me. And as he speaks, he taps an object on his desk, and you realize that it is your cell phone. 